Hello, hello. Thanks for listening to Guidance Counselor 2.0. Listen, I want to give you a quick rundown of what this podcast is and what you're about to get into as you listen to these episodes. We had guidance counselors in middle school. We had guidance counselors in high school, but we didn't really have guidance counselors in college. And now as professionals, we don't really have anybody to turn to, to ask a quick question, to learn something about the job search or to navigate your career. And so that is what I want this podcast to be for you. I want it, for it to be a tool for you to navigate the job search and your career. So that being said, I hope you enjoy this episode. And if you need to reach me, Taylor at Vaco, V-A-C-O.com is how to get in touch with me, old fashioned email, social media at T-D-E-S-S-E-Y-N. T-D-E-S-S-E-Y-N. And finally, please rate and review this in the app store because I want this to be discoverable for others so they can navigate their careers. Hope you enjoy the episode. Colin, give the people what they want. Who are you? What do you do? We'll go from there. Yeah, thanks for having me on and for setting the mood, the candle. Do you always have the candle in the background? I try to have, I'm a big candle guy now. Okay. I'm a big candle guy. All right. Well, no, I appreciate that. But uh, no, my name is Colin Young. I work for a company called Exos. Um, we are a human performance company. Uh, for the longest time, we were a sports performance company, um, supporting a lot of folks like those uh, getting into the NFL draft, a lot of MLB players, uh, pre-spring training, golfers, athletes all over the world, uh, you name it. And, uh, you know, over the last 10 plus years, we've been getting more into corporate wellness. So employee benefits, that realm, uh, operating fitness centers for large Fortune 100 companies like Google and Intel. Um, And so that's the space I went into. I'm a strength coach by trade. uh, But as that part of the business has grown, uh, stepped into that space, into management. So people management, account management on that side, uh, operations. And then more recently, as part of our response to COVID, as you might imagine, physical Uh, Fitness centers took a bit of a hit, one of the largest hit industries from a percentage standpoint. Uh, We had to make a shift. And so switching into the digital space, as well as kind of the human performance space outside of just the physical realm. So uh, things like mindset, uh, things like personal and professional development, and um, all those things are are really, really interesting to me. And I feel really lucky to work for a company. It's got a great culture and also to do things that a lot of people just do as hobbies, fitness, right? That's how you know, I, I meet everyone through my wife who meets everyone through the gym. So, um, you know, so a lot of people just do that as a hobby and I get to do that as a career. So it's, uh, it. yeah. Yeah. So Colin, Colin DM me, um, you know, and, and he was like, Hey, I want to chat. And little did I know Colin actually just wanted to chat with me one-on-one, not actually on the show. And so, but I thought he meant the show. And so when I texted him, I was like, Hey man, we're going to go live. He goes, wait a minute, we're going to go live. I was like, yep. So, uh, so Colin, thanks for being flexible, but so talk about this product that you developed. Um, and then, and then let's kind of get into into get into why you developed this product. Yeah. Well, first off, I personally have developed nothing. Uh, I, I run the operations side of things, uh, but our company Exos, um, you know, for the longest time, like I said, we see people have seen us as kind of a fitness company and, uh, you know, sports performance company. And we know that we're so much more. We know that if we're trying to get someone to run, you know, 439 versus a 44040, which could be millions of dollars for that athlete in their pocket, right? That not isn't always going to be a physical thing that changes when we've only got them for eight weeks, right? So yes, there's mechanics, there's nutrition, there's, you know, recovery, there's all of that, but there's also from the neck up, you know, how can that person get that much better in under a huge amount of pressure, right? I know that you, you know, your, your space is recruiting and we, we have said it for years of these guys are preparing for the biggest job interview of their life. Um, and it just happens to be on the field in a lot of ways 
Uh, there's a lot uh, that people don't see a part of the combine process. So, you know, for us, it's it's between that and saying, hey, look, we need to do business differently in response to COVID. We can't just be a fitness center management company. Um, so we are branching out into uh, kind of more of that kind of performance mindset space, which is where I think the industry is going. So um, we've got, you know, coaching product. So it's a six week experience uh, where you get a coach, you're assigned to a small team and you go through this experience. Uh, that's designed to really help you just kind of level up, help you identify more clearly what you want to kind of get out of where you're at um, and what's important to you, and then how to attack that, and then also how to maintain it. So we know that, you know, a lot of those big experiences, I'm sure, you know, Render was probably a really great, great experience for folks. There was a lot to learn. Um, but when it comes to personal development and lasting change, you know, I, I see myself in the business of behavior change. It doesn't matter whether someone's trying to squat a little bit better. Hey, I'm just trying to move a little bit better. That's behavior change, right? You squat one right. way, we want you to squat another way, all the way up to organizational change, right? Culture change. That's just behavior change on a really large scale. And okay. so that's all we're trying to do here is, is, is shift behavior. And we know that six weeks is just the starting point. You know, those weekend kind of seminar things like that, there's always great information and a great experience. But some of what we feel sometimes is just this giant hit of dopamine. That's part of this kind of like hormonal feedback loop for us. And so it's like, how can we create things that aren't just a link to dopamine? That's just like, you know, getting a hit of that, but also linked to, you know, lasting change. How can I control this for myself? So that's kind of our approach. And we've got some really great contributors. Uh, we've hired a ton of people um, in the space of mental performance yeah. uh, to flex a new muscle that we never had before to, to help us attack this in, in the right way. I love that. So, so let's dive into kind of the productivity mindset. And again, I mean, you're, you're helping, you know, mainly, um, Exos is NFL combine, the athletes helping them prepare. I mean, that's kind of y'all's like bread and butter. Mm -hmm. What, you know, and we kind of went over some topics, but in your mind, what are, what are, if people are wanting to try to improve, right? Behavioral change. I mean, I know for me, when COVID started, you know, I had to completely redo my mornings, right? I've actually had to completely mm -hmm. redo my entire life, right? You and I are new dads. Um, you know, that, that, that throws a wrench into everything too, right? So you kind mm -hmm. of reprogram everything. What, what, are, what are some areas um, that, that really, that people should focus on to, to maybe change the behavior? Yeah, that's a big question that we could, I, you know, we could do a series on this it, oh, it, sure. that, would, that would maybe never end um, yeah. because, you know, behavior change is, is certainly playing the percentages to some degree. We know what can help. Um, but, you know, I, I'd say there's there's that the concept of if you look at it through this lens to start with, of um, you know, quality behavior change is going to come through uh, three concepts. So. Uh, autonomy so that you have to feel like this is part of like my journey and and create a habit that works for you so you probably trialed and errored a bunch of your mornings right it, yeah. it, it, you know it wasn't someone telling you what to do necessarily so you've got you're the expert in you and we say that all the time for our coaches like this isn't a master class we're not going to talk at you right we're, right. we're going to ask some questions to help you uh come to those realizations yourself um you know, mastery, it's got to be something if, you know, the same thing with diets, why diets fail. Like if you can't see yourself doing, eating the same meal, you know, six months from now, it, it's it's not going to work, right? So you have to feel like, hey, I've got some level of competence in what right. I'm doing here. And that's really, really tricky, you know, when you talk about both from the fitness and nutrition side, but also when it comes to things like 
mindfulness and stillness and things like that of like, oh, you need to meditate 30 minutes a day. It's like, well, let's start with one minute, you know? So, yeah. <laughs> you yeah, know, I, I, my mind goes in a million different places. There's no way you're going to get me to sit still for 30 minutes, which is a whole, right. whole, whole topic that we talked about. Um, and then purpose, you know, so you, you've got to, it's got to be tied to like clear, unambiguous goals. Like you have to understand what you want um to be able to, to to really make that change it changes really hard like we're hardwired as a species to kind right. of put as much on autopilot so we can keep our awareness in survival mode and so if we don't understand why we want to make any type of change whether this is a career change whether this is a life change whether like my wife and i are talking about moving across the country with a baby like we've had that conversation like this is why we're doing this is a big deal for us right um and so you've got to have that clear unambiguous goal for yourself, which is yeah. harder than you think to, to identify right. um, to, to, because change is hard and it, it's, it's going to take a lot and you have to come back to that anchor of, right. uh, you know, as it gets tough. So um, that's, well, I, that's the start. That's kind of the larger concept. I so, love that. Okay. So, yeah. so summarize that again, autonomy. So autonomy, it's gotta be your journey, right? Like right. It, it's not, someone's not going to tell you what's going to last. Mastery, yeah. right? You got to be confident at it. You got to feel good about it. And then purpose. You know, you've got to have a clear and ambiguous goal. So I want to dive into something too, um, because obviously I talked with your wife about it. For those of you who caught uh, the Sarah Jane episode, um, uh, Sarah Ray episode, that that is, that is Colin's wife. Um, and so I, I do want to talk about um, mindfulness, stillness. Mm. Um, that's something that I haven't really done ever. And I'm actually realizing the more moments that I can be still. And what does that look like? That means sitting on my porch without my phone in a journal, like a pen and paper. It's taking my Corgi for a walk, right? A little bit longer of a walk, right? Those are stillness activities. And I, and, and it has actually helped me. So what, what's your encouragement? And, and I guess tied into athletes too, cause I am fascinated with, with, with how you're, um, you know, instilling that from an athlete perspective. Yeah, no, that's, it's interesting how many times meditation has been like rebranding in corporate yeah. speak, right? It's like, it was med. It's like 15, 20 years is meditation. And it was this yogi thing and whatever. And then there's an HBR article and it's mindfulness and all the CEOs are doing it. And now it's like, ah, oh, well, that's kind of gotten a little, you know, tongue in cheek. And now it's stillness, which I, I, I like. For me, you know what's funny is is where you find inspiration. For me, where where I was like, oh, that's really the light bulb of, of what like pushed me over the edge is as, as you mentioned, we both have young kids. I don't, do you watch Bluey? The the uh, it's a, it's I I know yeah. we're not Bluey fans, kind of. We're more Daniel Tiger fans. Okay, all right. Well, I, we haven't branched out enough because he's just started, you know, being able to consume any type of media, which is. Sure. Good and bad. Yeah. Um, but anyways, there's a, there's an episode where the dad was laying down and and he's you know he's I'm I'm practicing not being distracted, mm. right? And I was like, that's a really interesting way of, of putting it because that's a really critical thing and skill that we need to master. That's getting more and more difficult as there are more and more distractions out there on our phones, at work, everywhere, right? And, and that's kind of how I've looked at it as, as a big piece, but there's so many other benefits too. But that was, that was kind of the tipping point for me of like, oh, I want to be able to assign the level of focus that I think these tasks deserve. Mm 
Yeah. And I can't do that unless I build that muscle and that yeah. takes practice. Correct. And so, and that's not always work, right? Like for me, the reason, the task is being present with my son. It's like moving the phone literally to the other room, you know, turn off work and just being present with my son. And I found how difficult it was like Very the first difficult. like week that I did that I'm reaching for my phone in my pocket for literally no reason. And right. so, you know, it's like, it, it takes so, so, you know, I can't be fully present with him if I don't practice that. And right. so same thing at work, right? Like you're trying to, to really get the most out of it and, and find this level of, of, I think, fulfillment for a lot of folks is what you're looking at, that purpose. And it's tough when you feel like I'm going, you know, I got 1% in 100 directions versus 100% yeah. wonder, which a lot of that is certainly company culture, et cetera. And so as a manager, like, I try everything I can to do for my staff there, but yep. at the same time, there are some things that we can do for ourselves. So it's, it's great. I, I love that you called this kind of the productivity type episode because we talk about it all the time with our coaches about coaching other individuals. It's not about doing, it's about being. So we ask people to do things. As you, like, say, well, as you say, as you say, it's not about doing, it's, it's not about, about doing, it's about being, and that's right. not my quote that. by any means. It's something that I'll, you know, I'll probably get tattooed somewhere, you know, whatever. But, um, but it's, it, it, we talk about productivity and that might be the end goal, but why, why do I want to be productive? Like if, again, it's tied to, you know, clear unambiguous goals what do I want to get more out of? And a lot of times it comes back to personal fulfillment, personal growth, mm -hmm. feeling of leveraging my strengths, like a lot of those things that I know that you talk about in really positive cultures with, with other individuals. So, so for that, you know, it's okay. Can I practice? Can I take a minute? Can I take five minutes? And, and it does take a little bit to build that up, right? You're not going right. to get that over time, right? The, right. The, the cognitive benefits like focus and clarity and creativity, like come once you hit that, like, 12 to 24 minute mark of, yeah. of stillness but you know and there's a couple different ways to do it but um you know it's one of the things you ask like hey if we're talking about being productive like it's almost like taking a step back so you can take two steps forward it's like hey i, I clear everything out create the space to then bring things like creativity curiosity then you can be gritty like you can't be gritty without recovering without taking that time and yeah. so you know, I, I think stillness is something that I, I could, we could, you could have called it the stillness episode and I'll talk about it the, the whole time. So what if, yeah. what if we just stayed still and looked at each other for yeah. 25 minutes without breaking oh, man. contact and then we only oh. talked about it. That would be, that'd be awkward. We, uh, we'd, have, we'd have to clear the room if you and I were making eye contact for that long. Exactly. Now. Exactly. Mm -hmm. uh, I want to give some comments here. So Christina comes in and goes, uh, yes, change happens in small increments. Chelsea, what a fantastic mustache. <laughs> Another mustache. Yeah. It's so good. Oh, uh, Chelsea boy. comes in and goes small change in the right direction. That's a great mindset. So easy to jump in too quickly then burn out or give up and i want to go into burnout next so we'll come back to this topic pia mm. comes in 50 minutes of mindfulness every morning props to you Pro I, wow, I, wow. P P I, I would just not to make too many but just snap judgments i would assume pia is just a better human than all of us yeah. to be honest. like that's <laughs> the, the yeah. amount of mental fortitude it takes to do that like that's that she didn't do that all what there's no way she jumped right into 50 minutes like there's a lot of work that that oh, went into it that is 100%. a lot yeah. of work a lot yeah. of work. Yolanda, Bluey, uh, Kylie, what's going on? Chelsea goes in here, Bluey. All right, so we got some Bluey. Bluey, if you're looking for sponsorship. Oh, boy. Um, yeah, yeah, mustache wax and, and Bluey. Yeah, exactly. I'm glad that's the takeaways here. I'm glad that's Exactly, the mustache wax and Bluey. If you get anything that's out of right. this, there you go. Oh, man. I want to talk yeah. about burnout because I think, you know, 
it was interesting. I was listening to one of my, one of my developer round tables that I did um, up in Cincinnati a few, few weeks back. And I made a joke. There, there's an engineering manager that was talking about like remote flexibility and about how he works more hours. And I joked, I said, yeah, remote allows me the flexibility to work more hours. <laughs> um, yeah. And so, you know, I know people struggle with burnout. I mean, I think, I think everybody in some way, shape or form um, is, is, is dealing with burnout um, based, based off your experiences, um, both obviously with Exos and obviously personal, what, what's some key takeaways that people can t um, take away from the show on burnout? Yeah, there's a lot that goes into that, right? And, and we don't like a lot of times people will tie in burnout to like mental health and we don't necessarily like i think that's a kind of a stigma that we we don't necessarily go into right we're we're, we're definitely playing in our lane of of um performance mindset and and but when it comes to burnout there's I, i'd love to talk about grit right because that's a lot of times where people i think might um misunderstand what what grit is and because burnout comes from just i'm white knuckling this situation right and just putting more hours in and putting more time in and i think that's just like with our athletes that's the first thing we talk about when we worked with the seals and the tactical space like the the first thing that we talked to them about was recovery and and restraint and i think those two concepts mm. are really critical when you're talking about uh, when you're talking about burnout, because what, when people hear grit and gritty, and it's a lot of times it's very positive moniker and, and it certainly is right. There's an element of mental toughness and, and, and optimism of, Hey, I can see a way through this somehow. But a lot of times people do that just by just doubling down and tripling down on time and energy in there. And yeah. that's one of the first things that we talk about with our athletes and then with our corporate athletes and, and, and part of this program, which is, you know, it's, you'd be surprised at how little we actually do with our athletes in the gym, to be honest. Like, really? like, like a lot of our time is spent out on the turf and on the field, like helping them just move mechanically better. Like the actual time that they spend lifting weights is actually fairly small. You don't need that much stimulus, especially those guys where they might be getting it, you know, on the field and practice and those things like that. But like one of the first things we talked to them about is recovery, like sleep and those things like, sleep is a natural performance enhancer like if if like you wouldn't need peds peds wouldn't exist in a sport if people could just recover instantly that's all that like testosterone hgh all that does it doesn't make you stronger it helps you recover faster so you can train harder like that's the whole point right so sleep and recovery right allows you to bounce back and get more out of that next training session or that next, you know, kind of problem solving session, that next block that you're putting there for some writing or creative work, whatever it is. But that doesn't happen without that recovery component. I think that's the most, the, 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 the piece that goes uh, missed the most. And then there's, there is the concept of sleep. There's a the concept of, of mindfulness or stillness or, or those practices. There's a concept, you know, physical recovery, whether it's cold plunges or soft tissue work or those types of things. But I think the other element that again gets missed is the restraint component. That's that's yeah, huge. It's, like you saying restraint thing to do. Yeah. No, go ahead. No, you're doing I, everything all the time. Yeah, I think so a, a little quick story, story time real fast. I I think so I've struggled with eating for a long time and mm. I meant like eating clean and eating properly. 
Um, and one of the things, so, and, and I'm just being totally vulnerable here. I, uh, my work is very metrics out, right? Like very numbers, like, you know, so I'm in sales, right? It just it is what it is, right? I'm just in sales. And so, you know, my excuse for so long was I don't want to put myself on another plan because my entire life is already, I'm like, my, like, like Madonna over here, but like, like my, my entire life is already on a plan. I don't want at work. I don't want my, my at home life to be that way too. Right. So I struggle with it. I, I wrestled with it for a long time. Well, now I'm probably, I would say, you know, am I still where I need to be eating wise? No, but I'm a lot better than where I was. I've lost more weight. I'm, I'm the most fit I've ever been now. Um, I moved the best I've ever moved. Um, I've had very bad tendonitis in my feet for a long time. Started eating healthier. That slowed down. Also, my orthotics oh, yeah. I wear around the house also do help uh, because I'm, I'm an old man. All that to say, what I have realized is restraint and discipline actually gives you more freedom. And I hate to say that. I can't believe I'm saying that now. But I, I track all my food for the most part as best I can, especially during the week with my macros. And I actually know exactly where I'm at and what I actually can eat because I actually track it. And so I really, truly, I really, truly believe that if, if any of y'all are watching this today and you're struggling with discipline or restraint from one person who struggled with it to another, like lean into it. So go ahead. That's a little story time on my part. No, that's, I mean, that's, that's, that's a phenomenal story. I'm glad you're, you're on that journey. I know how hard it is, right? I mean, even just being in the field and knowing all of this and then having yeah. a baby and just having it like turn everything on its side. It's like, okay, like suddenly I'm eating goldfish crackers. I'm in a goldfish cracker in like, you know, 15 years. So, um, but yeah, so when it comes to restraint, right, it's, we have to understand that everything has a cost. You know, that's another concept that we talk about, both good and bad, right? Like if you're, you're going to bed early, what, do, what are you giving up? right? You're, you're turning off the laptop for a time. Like what is, what is that, you know, giving up? But at the same time, again, it goes back to that concept of being versus doing, and it is tied to stillness a little bit of, you know, what are, what's the cost of just continuing to go? And eventually it's, it is going to be burnout, right? And yeah. again, that can be fueled by company culture, but it can certainly, a lot of that can be controlled by how we view you know, our own space and how we, right. what we do to control our own space. And we, it's so easy to think like, I have to put this meeting on the calendar. Like, for example, for you, did like, it's, it's 7.50, you know, we started chatting at 7.15 Pacific time, but like having this call the week after you're at render all day, like, what do you do with your calendar? Right. And it's, it's really challenging, especially if you found a space, which I would imagine you have of like, I found my purpose, my calling, like this is, you know, a lot of times people think of it always as balance. And sometimes that's challenging because when you're passionate about it, you don't seek work-life balance. I think that's oftentimes something people seek when they don't like work because they want the other part of that balance. Yeah. You know, when you, you know, paired your career with your passion, like you seek more of it and it's really challenging to, to take that time. But, you know, I see, you know, you and I are friends, so I see all the time you, you're spending time outside, um in the space you know with, to your point walks those types of things are, are great elements of that but i'd say really look at you know your own habits and and especially how we interact with our phone and social media i think that's a really tough one um that can you can just easily get sucked in and 
and just try to exercise a little bit of restraint here. They're like, put and make it easy for yourself, right? That's where like yeah. Atomic Habits and that kind of book, like just create enough friction, like put the phone in the other room or, you know, put the, um, you know, put the snacks, either don't let them in the house or you put them in a place that's a little bit more challenging to get, yeah. um, you know, so just make that easier on yourself because you've only got enough like, willpower and kind of cognitive function throughout it's funny to be able to do that it's good it weans over time right that's why everyone's yeah there you go yeah we literally put the trail mix in my office i i'm so busy during the day i I never eat this like even if it's in here it just doesn't bother me but if it's like lunchtime and it's in front of my face i'll eat it but like jackie and i will eat this whole thing in, in an hour if it was in front of us so what do we do we moved it to my room right and 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 there you go i think what you said too about the phones. And I think as dads, you know, I, you know, being a little, uh, you know, going into a little personal stuff, like I feel like dads don't have that community when they have kids. Right. And, and, and I remember like holding my daughter and like being on my phone, I, I just didn't know how to be right. Like I, I mm-hmm. think in today's world, everyone talks about going and doing and the next. And I am, I am wrestling with that right now, personally, just in my career. And it's like, you know, especially when, a, when a kid's involved and especially dads, like we're not, like we don't have the motherly like instinct, right? Like we, it's just not, some guys do and props to y'all for having that instinct. <laughs> I was not born with it whatsoever. And so, so that's something that I've really had to realize is like, you know, and I've talked to other dads about it too. Like my daughter's on the couch and I'm just like, I pull out my phone while she's watching TV instead of like yeah. interacting with her, maybe turn the TV off and playing on the floor with her. We're both just on screens and it's like trying to re- retrain your brain. And I think that's big too, right? It's the retraining my morning routine. It's the retraining that no one talks about. Yeah. There's, there's, again, you talk to a lot of like hard chargers. Like you're, I mean, you're, I, I hate to pick on you, but you're a perfect example, right? Someone who is, is in a lot of ways in love with their job. It seems like great company culture. Like, you know, you're just in a, in a really great space have a purpose you're able to help people which i think is you know our own happiness is tied to what we can do for others which is why i'm so grateful for, for what i do as well and you know it's i say hey i might tell you like hey go do a cold plunge every day or go do you know go exercise or go do that and you're like okay cool i'm going to try to fit into my schedule right but if i was to tell you like sit you know still without any technology Mm-mm. Like you probably get, you probably get your sweaty palms right now. Right. Mom's yeah. Like, like you even say probably, that. Yeah. Like, yeah. You just get a little anxious about it. It's crazy. Like if I'll get, I could give you one, I give you 10 more things to do and you'd be all about it. Right. Let's talk about circadian rhythms and getting light in the early morning. And then right before the sun goes down to sync you up, like let's, you know, so get outside and get for a walk, like exercise, Nate, go be in nature. Like all those things are great. But the foundation of this is if, if you miss out on the concept of what is supposed to be brought forward in a lot of those spaces, which is bring some self-awareness. Now we're talking about like emotional intelligence, those types of things, like yep. bring some self-awareness of like, what is my own internal state? How can I then focus and be at my best for the, the tasks that are really important to me? Which is, again, as a parent, you know, I think there's there's almost no no better importance. But again, you can apply that to whatever it is. But like you say, you know, hey, this is what it's going to take to really be dialed in, get focused. We didn't even talk about the concept of flow state of like when you when you're so immersed in something that just time goes away, like you're just so locked in and you do it because it's happy, it makes you happy and you're, you're so immersed in it. Like it doesn't happen without kind of that focus on the being and that step back. So yeah. aside from the bluing the mustache, if, if people get anything out of this, it's, you know, hey, can we take a few moments to step back 
And yeah. yes, the goal is eventually to go with that to give us more, you know, by you know, creating more of those reserves. But you know, that's the end goal. That's going to take time. And so that's that's what we're trying to get at from like two minutes meditation or whatever it is. Take a step. It doesn't have to be like meditation in the simple, you know, in the, the traditional sense of focusing on the breath. Like there's just there's so much you can do with your breathing. Just so much you can do just you know from a uh, kind of an unfocused kind of meditation standpoint of like just let your thoughts come and go, trying to remove judgment, all yeah. those types of things. But just be and find that time within your day to do that. Like that's the foundation of a lot of what we're talking about here, and that's going to allow you to to be more productive in the long term, um, but hopefully allow you to be happier, be more present, and and get out of um, you know your own situation right now where you want to. So. Yeah, and and Dev Dev comes in. Um... I, I overwhelm myself with projects because I like doing this. There's no work-life balance. Same with me. Not sure if it's good or bad at this point. I mean, I'll tell you this. I, I never want to judge anybody's situation, right? Like, it, it, mm. is, is it bad? I don't know. Like, is, is it hurting parts of your life? You know, I will tell you this. I think, I think for me with my projects as well, like you got to strike a balance. Like you, you just have to strike a balance. And, and, you know, my thing is, 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 is it going to, so I, I don't know if this is a, a right mindset to have, but for me, it's like, is it going to benefit me right now? And obviously not like immediately, but is it going to benefit me in the short term? Then I'm going to do it. If it's not going to benefit me in the short term, it's more of a long play, then I don't need to do it right now. And what I've realized, and I, and I do that with meetings, right? If it's like a super important meeting, line them up, let's go. If it's, if it's a meeting that can happen three weeks from now, then let's just move that out. You don't have to overwhelm your schedule time and time again. Mm -hmm. Yeah, there's like that kind of decision box of like, is it critical? And is it yeah, time so, sensitive? Right? Yeah. It's like, yeah, so yeah, moving and shifting towards more of those long term goals and spe like spending time doing some of those more meaningful things. I think that's, that's the whole point. And, and there's, um, oh, man, there's, there's so many books out there about like, yeah, Adam Bill, Grant, yeah. Bill brought this up the power of habit. I, don't know if I haven't. Know. Yeah, no, I've, I've read Atomic Habits um, is a great one that, again, talks about just creating a little bit of friction um, to create good habits for yourself. So um, yeah. I'll take I'll take a look at that one, though. We're always looking for my staff. They've got an extensive reading list that we just here's a stack of books and they're physical books because we do want them to not be um, on, on electronics. On uh, that, yeah. That, yeah, that's part of that's part of the onboarding process for us, such as for my coaches. Um, I love that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, um, it, yeah, go ahead. Morgan comes in here. Um, I agree. Restraint comes off as so negative, but can be a positive influence. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's huge. Um, what else? Were you gonna say something else too, Colin? Oh, I mean, it's, if you think about it too, like just the concept of like looking at your calendars, things like that, like Adam Grant talks about that all the time of like, yeah. it's not always time management, it's focus and attention management. And he talks about doing like one thing a day, which is, I mean, he's got full autonomy at this point over, you know, on his schedule for the most part. Um, but Andrew Huberman, who's got a super popular podcast, like he's, he talks about that a lot. So a lot of our, um, you know, influences and, and, um, folks there but yeah it's you know what are the more critical things and and can you take that time um one thing one strategy will we do we work on there's there's circadian rhythms which a lot of people have heard about but there's also a concept of ultradian rhythms which talks about like during the day so one of the the modules that we go through and not to give too much in our in our program is is how do you set the perfect day and it's really uh, yeah so because again it's it's not about contracting the muscle we don't have an issue with that it's it's we have an issue relaxing right and that's that, that so allows good. that allows us to contract again like you can't keep a muscle contracted forever eventually it will unfurl 
Um, but, um, you know, 90, 20 is, and that's not a necessarily new concept, but 90 minutes of work and then 20 minutes of recovery. And, and especially got to look at like visual fields and things like if you're on your computer, looking at like small print and things like that. And on calls a day, like that 20 minutes should, should not be on electronics. And that's where we, that's where the, the concept of restraint comes in. Am I stepping away from work only to spend 20 minutes on my phone, which doesn't, that doesn't give us the full kind of restorative benefit there so like again how we interact with technology is has really kind of messed with our brain uh in in quite a bit so like that 90 20 again if you can start to build your calendar a little bit about that and then you stack something like a minute or two of stillness or going for a walk getting outside getting something nutritious hydrating those things in there like hey there you go you're you're well on your way i love it awesome well colin last question i ask guests Um, Since this is Guidance Counselor 2.0, because Mm -hmm. it came out of the titles, we had guidance counselors in middle school and high school, but now as adults, we don't really have guidance counselors. So I want to kind of be that resource for people. Mm -hmm. What what advice would you give your younger self um, when it comes to career stuff? Yeah, I, I think it's be authentic. You know, that was one thing. And, and I've worked for the same company. I've worked for Exos for, for 12 or 14 years. And, you know, I've been lucky enough to be in a culture that, that does recognize, you know, performance. But, you know, I tried when I managed people, I tried to you know, step in from an individual contributor to a manager as we go in so many fields. Right. You're a great engineer and then you manage engineers and and you maybe try to model yourself after some folks that that you've you've experienced the years or you respect in the field, things like that. And maybe also model who you don't want to be, right? Maybe we've all had a tough manager or two or three or seven, depending on how long your career has been. Um, but what I found was it took a while to find my voice, you know, for example, I, I, yeah. So it just, I would say be authentic uh, in yourself throughout your career and, and don't try to, to replicate others. Um, and then, of course, you know, find some time to reflect. Uh, you guys, I'm sure out there, if you're spending time listening to Taylor and I gab here, you're investing in yourself and your career and or you just got nothing else to do and you're trying to fill the space, in which case uh, you could probably just shut it off now and go take a moment or two. But, uh, you know, take some time for yourself to reflect and, and be grateful for everything that you have accomplished, can accomplish and, and will accomplish. So say so be authentic and take some time. So I love it. Well, y'all. Thank you so much for hanging out with us this morning. Colin, stay on real quick so I can say bye to you, um, you off air. Um, but I would, I would highly recommend um, go connect with Colin on LinkedIn. Um, you know, again, he um, uh, is, just, is just a great friend and a great resource. So, Colin, thank you again for sharing all of your nuggets with us this morning. Um, so, so we have a great slate of guests this week. I'm checking my calendar. So tomorrow we have Josh Seifer. Josh just recently ended up at Sonos as a DevOps engineer. He was one of the OGs on my show. So we brought him back. Um, I have a director of engineering, Adam Zephyr, out of Phoenix on Wednesday. Unicorn Finders. I'm not a fisherman, but Unicorn Finders on Thursday is actually highlighting a fisherman app that has 13 million fishermen on it, anglers. Um, And then Friday, I have a COO in town as well, um, who we're going to talk actually about connecting sports to work. And so it's going to be a completely sports episode. Um, so it's going to be fascinating, but y'all, y'all have a great one. Thank you again for hanging out with us this morning. I'll see y'all tomorrow. Peace. Hey, you did it. You listened to an entire episode and I am very grateful because you know why there's a lot of podcasts out there. There's a lot of episodes and I myself 
rarely finish an entire episode. So I appreciate you so, so much for listening. Quick reminder, please rate and review this podcast in the App Store. I want this to be discoverable to others. And the only way that happens is if you take the time right now and rate and review it, please, like right now, unless you're driving, then don't do it. So thank you again. If you need to reach out to me, taylor at vaco.com or at tdeston on all social media handles. And I hope you have a fantastic day.